Hey, Studio DNA fans. I'm Chad, a new podcast host here on the network. I'd like to invite you to check out my new show called Hot Takeout, where I mix together some of my favorite things, fast food and musical artists. When you listen, you'll get that feeling you have when you get an onion ring in the bottom of your french fries. It's a win. We'll dig deep with the artists. We'll find out what inspires them and what foods they have to stay away from. And we're also playing fast food games, which will also make sense when you listen. So check out the Hot Takeout podcast streaming right now here on the Studio DNA podcast network the horror movie podcast is listener funded by fans like you at patreon.com you can find out more at patreon.com slash the horrible movie podcast you're listening to the studio dna network studio dna.media Welcome to the Horror Movie Podcast. My name is Jack. Thanks for tuning in and downloading this episode. Today on the show, we have Jake Wilburn. Jake, what's going on? Hey, man. I'm Jake Wilburn. I'm here. We're talking about the movie Hot Pursuit. Jake, why the movie Hot Pursuit? Why? Why why is it deserving to be on the Horrible Movie Podcast? Uh, It is a, I don't know, unlikely buddy road trip comedy thing yes. that doesn't work. Uh, I mean, is it a comedy if it's not funny? I don't know. Ooh. It tries. So you're saying there's no... I go after a few times on this one. Nah. Um, and I think really because of just Sofia Vergara uh, playing a very... Listen, hear me out when I say this, folks. Bear with me. There's some stereotypical stuff she does. And um, I would say this, though. I laughed. Uh, because she um, is just kind of doing her own thing. She has her own style. This is her style. She's just doing the style that got her where she's at. Yeah, she plays to, I don't know, what her... I mean, she's Colombian, and yeah. the her role in the movie is the wife of a Central American drug dealer. So, yeah, so she, <laughs> she's so, I mean, kind of right at home in it. Yeah, so it's not a big stretch for her to play that. And um, she has... You know, she's done her part to um, make quite a career for herself. So, um, much power to her for doing that. But this is kind of a hot mess. Hot pursuit is kind of a hot mess. Would you say? Yeah, it's it, say. it 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 just does. Like the, I was watching this, and in the first I don't know five ten minutes, I had the plot figured out. Well, yeah, it was like so easy. And I'm not. You don't watch a movie like this. For the twists and the turns and the, you know, that's that's not why you're watching it. There was it. one twist in the end that you, that they did try to pull on you a little bit. Yeah, and that was fine. Didn't take it, my it didn't take yeah. didn't take my breath away. Yeah, that's true. But too. it was all right. But um, but you get my point. It's I like okay, it's so predictable. It's extremely slapstick. I thought there wasn't really much chemistry between the two of them. Um, it, it just it really fell flat on all points. And Reese Witherspoon's character was really annoying. And I know at some point, because um, the other, what's her name? What's her first name? 
the one that's calling me. Sophia? Yeah, Sophia. I'm just going to call her that. She even says that in the movie. She's like, oh, you know, this thing you keep doing, you know, you're being really annoying and like all of her dates run out on her and yes. stuff. Cause then we like, and it's like, that's, that's fine. And, and you need to illustrate that, but not to where me as the viewer am like, pl- I don't want to see you on screen anymore because your character is so annoying. Well, very good. Are you ready for a, a newish segment on the show? A newish. We've had it a few times. Okay. Uh, this is called The Trophy Case. That's right. Uh, the This is the part of the show where we talk about the awards that this movie has won. In this movie, welcome to The Trophy Case. Let's open The Trophy Case up. Um, all Teen Choice Awards nomination. <laughs> Teens, you don't apparently know how to rate movies because they these are all positive. Well, maybe, you know, one of the things I ask myself is that, you know, when I watch bad movies is like, <laughs> who is this for? Well, listen, apparently I just got my answer. Listen to these awards. Okay, the first one's legit. Choice Movie Actress. This is the Teen Choice Movie Awards. So the Choice Movie Actress for a comedy, Reese Witherspoon, she was nominated. Didn't win, but she was nominated. Um, choice Movie ch- Chemistry. Between Reese Witherspoon no. and Sophia Vergara. Oh, come this on. This is the Teen Choice Award. I remember this one. Teen Choice Movie Hissy Fit. Reese Witherspoon. And then the in the weirdest... Okay, remember this one. Teen Choice Movie. This is another nomination. This is a nomination for Reese Witherspoon and Sophia Vergara. And it's a choice movie Lip Lock. But you know the scene that they were talking no, about? No, so where they're trying no. to they're trying to fool um, a very backwards hillbilly uh, Jim Gaffigan uh, into um, believing that they are a couple together. So anyway, there you go. Uh, the trophy case for Hot Pursuit. That's ridiculous. I mean, the, look. Closing I, the up. Hold on. I admit I am not a fourteen-year-old girl, and maybe if I <laughs> was, I would have enjoyed this well, movie. Okay. But right. as a 34-year-old man, wasn't great. Well, I digress. Uh, hot Pursuit. Let's talk some deets. The details of the movie. Oh, wait, actually, before we do that, before we do that, what? Um, when was the first time you watched this movie? Yesterday. Oh, really? Yes. But you've owned the DVD for a long time, right? Um, I saw this. I still go to, we've talked about this before, to like old school rental stores, you know? Yeah. And I saw this on the rack. Is it family, family video? Yeah, family video. And I saw this on the rack and went, ooh. Like, immediately was like, this is probably not good. Just trying to picture Reese Witherspoon as a police officer. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. So I you know, I looked it up, looked up the you know, scores and stuff on it. I was like, ooh, this is bad. And this looks like it would be fun to review on go. HMP. Yeah. And so for a lot of these movies, I will buy the DVD on eBay for couple bucks and i've had it sitting there just waiting to do this review because yes. i i knew from the moment i saw the cover this movie was gonna be awful great research um hot pursuit it's time it's time for some deets the details of the movie hot pursuit uh directed by ann fletcher produced by dana fox bruna uh papadrea and reese witherspoon um screenplay written by david feeney and john Quaintance, and obviously starring Reese Witherspoon as Officer Rose Cooper, Sofia Vergara as Danielle Riva, Matt uh, Del Negro as Hauser, Michael Mosley as Detective Dixon, 
And then really after that you have Mike Birbiglia as Steve, who is um, the weirdo running away from her at the beginning. You ever heard Mike Birbiglia's Mike Birbiglia's stand up? No. Very, very funny. He's, good. Right. He's very funny. Jim Gaffigan. Obviously very funny. One of the um, I don't know. I would say Jim Gaffigan is one of the biggest comedians in the world right now. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's really, really, really funny. Um, and then Captain Emmett is played by John Carroll Lynch, who has been in Hollywood forever. He was in uh, Fargo. He was on the Drew Carey Show. He's been in a ton of stuff. He was in Tommy Boy as well. Okay. So, um, we also have a, a, a May 8th, 2015 release date and a running time of 87 minutes. And we talked about, I was talking about this before we started recording, why that's significant. And once I saw that runtime, and I watched this movie, I kind of watched kind of the ending of it and what they did with the credits, the intro credits yep. and the post credits and the extra junk they, they they put in here. And I realized um, why it was right at 87 minutes. It was a very short movie. It's got to get to 80 minutes to be uh, Screen Actors Guild yeah. certified for a full-length feature film. Yeah. And then there's a whole other benefits that come with that and uh, syndication and, yeah. well, the, and movie rights and yada, 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 all of your insurance stuff and everything. There's else. even a whole character that could have easily been cut out of this movie and only adds maybe five or ten minutes of screen time. There's so much. And so he was, pro- you know, it, it, it makes a little bit of sense with the plot, but it's like... like a, lot of, a lot of junk. They probably added there. There's probably yeah. a lot of filler in there. A lot of filler. Uh, $35 million budget. And it made $51 million. That's unfortunate. He did make some money, allegedly, but in Hollywood, you know, that's a loss. So I'm ready for my my big 30-second 30 synopsis. synopsis. Jack is I'm so excited. It. All right. This is my favorite movie of all time. I don't know if I've told you guys this, but um, my favorite actress ever is Sofia Vergara. Ever. Are you serious? No, I'm lying. Uh, <laughs> my favorite actress ever is Reese Witherspoon. I'm lying, actually, again. Who is your favorite actress? I don't, really, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't really have one, per se. I have a lot of them that I like a lot. Um, Reese Witherspoon is not the worst. My, my, my least no, favorite no, actress, because I love, I love Sweet Home Alabama. And yeah. she was good in Pleasantville. We discussed that during her actress and, profile. Hey, and her ability to sing and play June Carter Cash. I love country music, and yeah. everyone knows she can sing. know that. She can sing. So, so, all right, so here's... I would have to think about it. As a, favorite as a favor, I don't, I don't necessarily have a favorite actor either. As a favor to me, okay, by just in the back of your mind, yes. by the end of this episode, it's hard to multitask. I don't multitask well, but go ahead. You, you can try. If you can't do it, it's not like you, you know, win an there award. Is no try only there, you. right. Okay. I would like to know who would be. It's just even just one in your top favorite five. actress. Yes. Okay, I'll find. I'll figure it out. All right. Thirty second synopsis. Uh-huh. For hot pursuit, <sighs> Jack. Ultra matter. Are you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one, and you. Officer Rose Cooper works for the San Antonio Police Department. She uh, works uh, at the lockup, the, uh, uh, what's it called? The uh, lockup evidence, the evidence room. room. And she finally gets on the beat and gets to uh, escort a drug lord's wife um, to uh, come to court and talk. And they get sabotage, and then the hilarity ensues as they're chased all around Texas. And uh, they eventually find out that all cops apparently are evil. And Reese Witherspoon ends up being the mayor of San Antonio. She's not the mayor of San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I have one second left. <laughs> what do I do with it? All right, so she's not the mayor of San Antonio. <laughs> but you can imagine if she were. Uh, not a very good 30 seconds now. That's, that's okay. Um, so let's talk about this. Um, let's talk briefly um, about... 
um, rom-coms in general. Is this is this buddy comedy? Is there a buddy comedy that's your favorite of all time? Well, it, uh, so a rom-com or a buddy? Well, this is really a rom-com. Rom this is a buddy like comedy. A buddy this is a buddy comedy. comedy. Not a rom-com. This is a buddy comedy. I mean, Bill and Ted, obviously. Is that your favorite? Oh, I love Bill oh and gosh. Ted. Yes. My favorite buddy comedy probably is Tommy Boy. Now, I also I don't... Love Tommy Boy. Now, here's the other thing. And I don't know if maybe this is some unconscious bias coming <clears throat> through, but usually, and I'll even call it this, I love, you know, two stupid dudes going on an adventure movies. Mm-hmm. Well, this is two women going on movies, and I don't know, maybe that just the, you know, relatability isn't there. I think... It, it, I do think it's more just the script and the writing and just and their lack of chemistry and whatever falling flat. But it makes me wonder because I don't really seek out you know two women going on an adventure type movies. That's not something I'm like, ooh, that's something I'd want to. A man and spend I had a good laugh so. watching this movie. But we'll say that nah. we, had, we had some decent laughs watching this movie. I didn't think it was funny at all, man. Um. Okay. But I love good. I love Bill and Ted, you know, Beavis and Butthead do America. Um, yeah. How about um, how about this then? Let's talk quickly about uh, this movie. Let's just talk about this movie real quick. Okay. Um, we are introduced to Rose Cooper. Uh, but before we introduced to her as an adult, we're introduced to her as a child. She wrote along with her dad. Who is considered one of the greatest policemen of all time? Yeah, he's like a legend. Antonio, legend in this So he, um, she rides along. They show her as a little kid riding along. Uh, the mom, she doesn't have a mom. The dad is the only one taking care of her. I don't think this. they ever explain that. They never talk about that. No, they never explain it. Uh, but she basically, her whole life is based around police in, work. In the back of a police car. Back of a police car. She's doing homework back there. She's calling in. We need backup. We need a, this number, blah, 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 blah. And then, um, we 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 grow up and then her dad is gone. He he dies in the line of duty, okay. which they reference later at the end of the movie. Again, okay. I don't know if you missed that. Um, I don't want to spoil. I don't remember that, but I'm sure it's when, when uh, we get to the end. I'll spoil. Yes, okay, you feel free. Um, I believe then that we learn that we segue to her as an adult. She is in the evidence room, and there's a reason for that because. Of uh, she, uh, what, what do they call what she did? Well, her last name is Cooper, and so you know, if somebody makes a mistake or is about to make a mistake, someone will be like, "Don't Cooper this," you know, or "Don't pull a Cooper." There was a, there was a. She went to a noise complaint. Uh, the mayor's son was there at a party, and they're walking down this hill, and he goes, "Oh, we're about to get in the car. I got shotgun." Yeah, and she's never heard that. And term. she goes, "What?" shotgun pulls her taser which causes him to get scared and spill his alcohol on his shirt she tases him and and he and catches he on, fire, on fire which fyi not how that works i know but it's a but it's a yeah i understand story. uh so she tases the you know mayor's son and so basically she's now stuck in the evidence room and is a laughing stock and there yeah right and that, a, that turns out to be the mayor's son too by the way yeah, I said that. Yeah, they, they, did you say that? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like four times. You did not. I called him the mayor's son. Oh, whatever. No, I did. Oh, I really did. No, we have no way of proving that. Uh, <laughs> we're just there having a conversation. We have no way to prove that you actually said hey, that. Hey, so there's a little 15-second uh, back button that no, you can hit. Go ahead tell, and do don't that. Don't tell them about that. Okay. <laughs> we'll learn about the forward button, too. Okay. Uh, we don't tell anyone what those do. Um, all right. All right, so check it out. Um, she, she gets called into the captain's office. 
look, Cooper, we've got a mission for you. We're ready. We, we want to send you on uh, into the field. We know you want to get off the bench. You're you're in the in, in that room, and we want you to uh, get back in the car. She travels with officer. No, it's a U.S. marshal. Oh, it's a U.S. And so this was my first question. Okay, again, think probably thinking way too hard about this. Why are they taking a San Antonio cop who's been suspended essentially? Okay. They take her out of the Evans room for this like super important. This guy is a worldwide known drug cartel yeah. that, you know, somebody's going to testify against. So this is ext- this is very very important. A US marshal comes into the San Antonio PD office and goes, "I need somebody." And they're like, "We got somebody for you in the evidence room." So why wouldn't they just have two U.S. Marshals yes, if that's their jurisdiction? They needed a female. Needed, so there's no female in the U.S. Marshals? No, we don't know about I'm that. just saying, we're like, sure, immediately I'm going, oh, so basically there's a bunch of crooked cops who want to set her up. Okay, I understand the plot of this movie now. <laughs> like, no. Because she's naive. No. They need, you know, it's like, it's so obvious what they're trying to do. It and anyway. It couldn't happen this way. I was like, um, come on. This is real. Uh, the U.S. Marshal, by the way, is a guy named Richard T. Jones, is the actor that plays him. Uh, he is a an African-American actor, and he is in one of my favorite space movies of all time, barring none, a movie called Event Horizon. Have you ever seen Event Horizon? No. He uh, survives the whole movie, makes a couple jokes about uh, himself surviving the entire ordeal that happens. Hmm. It was very. It's a very scary movie. It's a very scary space movie. You and I have done uh, the movie Doom, right? Yep. And uh, it's very similar to that, only it's well done. Only it's good. And it was done in 1997. And huh. it still holds up. Okay. And if you get a chance to watch a movie, uh, hide your child on that one. You don't want your child sure. to see this movie. Sure, uh, But as a space horror movie, I think it still holds up and it's darn good. It's Sam, good. Sam Neill from uh, Jurassic Park is in it. I did not like his character in this movie. And it, cause, I mean, at the beginning, they're riding in the car. There's some. Uh, well, they don't give him much. To right, but I mean, there's some, there's some like, you know, me too stuff going. Because he's like, hey, you, you're with me now, sweetie. You're so cute. And, oh, and I was just yeah, like, yeah. what well, the heck is but, going on? You know, here? he's just trying to, you know, I'm not sure. I didn't I'm, like I that. Anyway, I digress. It just seemed out of place. Okay, I wasn't saying his character was the nicest person that I've ever no, met. No, I understand. So he may not be. He may have been. He may just trying to loosen her up. She's very. She's very... She's a tight wad. She's very tight. Wound yeah. very tight. Yes, yes. she is. Um, let's see where we're at time-wise here. Oh, about a minute left. Uh, so they uh, go south to uh, go find this... How far south do they drive? I don't know, but they but they go to the house. It's like, you know, this big mansion or whatever to find the her her and her husband. Because the her and her husband are going to testify against Vincente Cortez, yep. who is a drug cartel. And they've got to take him. They've got to take this couple to Dallas so they can both testify. Witness protection, basically, and then turn witness protection. She, when they get there, she is she is yelling at her husband in this very uh, Sylvia Sophia Vergara way, and she's screaming at him, and uh, she basically uh, is packing all her stuff. Yep. But like Reese Witherspoon says, you're going into witness protection. You don't need all this stuff. At one point, she puts a tiara on. She has all these different heels she's going to be wearing. Uh, you can see where this movie's setting itself up right. uh, to be. But uh, anyway, very good. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about Hot Pursuit and then really dive deep into this movie. This very deep movie. <laughs> right, okay. Dive headfirst in the shallow end. Yeah, yes, that's true. All right, we'll be right back. 
Well, welcome back to the show, uh, the Horror Movie Podcast. Uh, my name is Jack, and today we're talking to Jake Wilburn. Jake, what is going on? Hey, Jack, and hey, listeners. Well, and we're talking about Hot Pursuit. This is Jake's favorite movie he's ever watched. Uh, he's so excited to see this movie because it, it really outlines how real police work is done. Uh, it's, it really outlines how it's so accurate. real drug, drug cartels are. It's a ba- Basically, this is the basis of all... Um, any police movie you've ever seen dealing with drug cartels. I mean, sometimes I got confused. I thought I was watching a documentary. Well, it's a lot like Breaking Bad. This is a very, very close to Breaking Bad. Okay. Um, anyway, I, I, all those things I just said were lies. Other than I'm talking to Jake Wilburn today. That is true. I'm Jake Wilburn. Uh, so forget what I just said. You probably will anyway. So last time we talked, uh, we were talking about um, how Reese Witherspoon's character and a U.S. Marshal go... Uh, to this drug cartel's house, and they are going to take the or they don't take they take a guy that works for the drug cartel. They're going to take him and his wife in to testify in Dallas against Cortez Vincente Cortez, uh, who's a notorious drug dealer or drug cartel, excuse me. And he uh, and they're going to take him in. Well, they turn out to get double crossed. These two people show up. These two different sets of people show up. Yeah, there's four people total that set up to kill. Right, and the two don't seem to know each other. Right. There, there's two, two of them have luchador masks on. Yes. Uh, and then one of them has a tattoo of a uh, longhorn. On his wrist. Which, by the way, when Reese Witherspoon was describing it as an upside-down melting... Potato or potato snowman. Potato melting saying. snowman. That was funny. That was not... F- it was... I no. So I'm sorry. It's like a... It's like a melting snowman or something in the... And then Sylvia Vergara is like, it's a longhorn. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, well... It's a Longhorn. Yeah. It's great comedy. Cool scene. Cool beans. Cool beans. Yep. So, uh, but they escape. She's hiding in her convertible. So Reese huh. Witherspoon commandeers her personal vehicle. Over and, and over. And it, yeah, and it's just the, this uh, overzealous cop talk throughout the whole thing. And so they, they get away for a while. Uh, and then, oh, shucks. This is the vehicle that always overheats. Always overheating. And Dang they, it. They go to a biker bar, of all places, to go use the phone. They go in the biker bar. It turns out then these police that she knows, that you met earlier in the movie, yeah. that Reese Witherspoon knows, show up very, very quickly. Yeah, they like, call 911 for help and say, hey, you know, we need some backup. And then, poof, these guys are there. She's going, wait a second. These guys... These guys were here a little too quickly. She what? does math on the amount of gas. It was 90 miles south they had to drive. Right. And she calculates that they would have had to drive like 180 miles an hour to get there. Uh, and uh, so then she realizes these guys are bad. Yeah, and she does a fist bump with one of them. It's like, hey, to, to go, and he's got the Longhorn tattooed on his wrist. And she's like, uh-oh, we... Yeah, this was one of the luchador mask wearing yeah, we guys. Better, uh, we better get out of here. And this... This was one of my least favorite scenes. Okay, so they they say, "Hey, uh, it's it's her time of the month because they got to get oh away. My God. They got to get away from this." Now guys. I will tell, tell you this right now. This, oh, uh, this is like PE class. Yeah, PE and th- this isn't even it. This isn't even it. Okay, oh. but so they're in the back of the car. These guys are about to take them. They're like, "Okay, these guys are going to kill us." So they say, "Hey, it's her time of the month. We got to go back into this bar and go to the bathroom." So they go into the men's room for some reason, not the women's room. They go in the men's room, and they are trying to climb out of the window, and they can't get out of the window, okay? Oh, oh, oh. And to me, this scene takes so long, and they try to do this physical comedy about, you know, 
uh, she can't get boots. She's not tall enough, and she's trying to climb, and she oh, can't make yeah, it. And so she's trying to lift her up, and then so they shoot off a, a gun to get everyone scared for some reason, and then this other guy tries to, and it's like, I felt like that scene was an hour and a half of them tr- of them trying to be funny because they couldn't climb out the window. Well, and they and they, I'm like, this is so dumb. They kept coming back to Reese Witherspoon's character's height. She started out as. You know, she's five foot. Yeah, and they did the other one's age. And then the other one's age was 40, and she was mad about that. Anytime they, they'd see news or yeah, about them being yeah. fugitives, and yeah. And then they came back on the news, and they were like, okay, she's she's a 4'10", she's 4'11", yeah. and she's traveling with a 45-year-old, and then uh, and then she was 4'8", and she was traveling with, with a 55-year-old. Yeah, right, so right. that was the one, that was the, uh, another comedy. Running gag. Kind of running gag they kept going with. Um, they eventually end up wandering. How do they get away from this? A truck crashes into, into that car, that which car, is full of cocaine, apparently. Which we find out. And a big cloud of puffs. Uh, Reese Witherspoon ends up ingesting some of this. And then we have what we all grew up on just really enjoying good cocaine humor. We're <laughs> 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 just really, I mean, the kind of comedy folks that you're yeah. looking for, yeah. uh, it just can't beat. Someone uh, apparently yep. accidentally ingesting cocaine. They, they end up convincing the because tr- now what's happened is is they've officially been framed. So they've they've heard on the radio that they are officially fugitives. Okay, so they've got these two cops after them, the two crooked cops after them, trying to kill them, and they're fugitives from the law, having been set up for these murders. Okay, so they convince the trucker that hit them to take them to this like convenience store where you buy you know welcome to texas magnets yeah general store so they go over there and they go to they buy some clothes and that's where she's like throwing stuff around the store because she's high on cocaine it's supposed to be funny apparently and then they show her granny panties and that's supposed to be funny Uh, and i'm just like the whole that whole scene in the general store sophia vergara's character goes to the front and they've got to try to figure out a way for the kid that's at this front who's got headphones in and looking at his phone to not look up to, to see, see who they are. Because their faces are now plastered all over television. Yep. And the people in the store are starting to try to like figure this out. And they're they're needing to get out of there. She uses her feminine wiles, maybe her uh, her bust. I'm gonna say they no, they call it they mention this several times, chestal region. And I'm like, that's not a word. On, yeah. Like she's using all these official cop terms. I'm like, that's not yeah. a word. Anyway, so they use that. He doesn't look up, he she hands off the money and they walk out with the stuff, the, their new outfits. Uh, on, she's not dressed as a policewoman anymore. She's not dressed like a, I guess maybe how a cartel's wife dresses. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know any. Um, I don't really care to know any. Yeah, she's wearing blue jeans, high heels, and like a black shirt. A shirt that says "You butter my biscuits." Yeah. <laughs> That's what the shirt says. Okay, that one I did laugh okay, at. There you that, go. Okay, so one. You know what I'm saying. So laugh count is at one. Isn't that silly? So anyway, there you go. Um, but I, but if I was at the general store, I would have laughed. Like it's the, sh- the shirt is funny, not the movie. Well, there's another lady they run into later that was at the general store who also bought that shirt. Oh. She was doing that. And they were here, and she, the one lady was real tall, and she had a little boy with her. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's when the police were talking, or that's when the news were talk- was talking there. So they get away from there. Well, how they get past it? They get in the there? horse trailer of the farmer guy, because he's, he's somewhere near there, and they get in the guy's horse trailer... And they ride it to his farm, and they get out, and that's when he's like, "What are you guys oh, doing?" Oh, they get in Jim truck? Gaffigan's horse trailer. Yes, Jim Gaffigan's comedian, by the way. If you 
think he's funny. Then. And I, I do you want to explain the scene, or do you want me to? Um, I will try. Okay, go ahead. So they um, are, are at Jim Gaffigan's farm, and they're like, hey, what? He's like, well, what? And he's acting like a hillbilly. Um, which I, I have a lot of experience with, so I'm gonna. This is my. This okay. is where I'm at. This so, is your world. My world. That's, what are What are y'all doing in the back of my truck? Well, we, we we're we're just we're just come walking through here. Uh, we're just looking around. We think we lost something. We're a couple, and so oh uh, what? And then he's like that. I I'm gonna call the police. So he picks up his phone. He has a flip phone. He unflips it, and he starts calling. I need to talk to nine one one. And then Sophia Vergara goes, he's calling the police. We have to, we have to, we have to kiss. And then to Reese distract Withers, him, Reese, Wither, Reese Witherspoon, what? With Witherspoon, Reese Witherspoon, who has played, you know, a very tight-laced person, is like, what? Oh, what are you doing? And then Sophia Vergara forces herself to smooch on uh, Reese Witherspoon. The guy slows down. She's like, men love this, so keep doing this. And so basically, then. They end up uh, wrestling around a little pulling bit, pulling each other's hair, pulling each other's hair, but smoochy smooch. It's so, but it's, it's not so it's, awkward. It's so and then, awkward. Jim Gaffigan, though, she is exactly right. He then puts the phone away, <laughs> and it goes in slow motion. By the way, folks, and he uh, he he just begins to <laughs> stare at them while they're smooching, and then he also proceeds to shoot his finger off, and it's this really bad CG. It's like it's just red, like. And he's like, oh, my finger. Oh, that's, I shot my banjo finger off. So What's stupid. a banjo finger? What's that even? I mean, I guess you're playing the banjo. Because it's set in Texas, exactly. so of course. So they're all idiots, apparently. Oh, my gosh. gosh. Sorry, Texas so, And then they're you like, oh. these two stations that are in Texas. The dog ate I it. I apologize. I'm going to Heimlich the we dog. We don't think this about Texas people. We love no, Texas people. the movie does. Have you been to Texas? Many times. Texas is a great state. Many times. Jim Gaffigan's I was in Amarillo like two weeks ago. By morning? Were you Amarillo by morning? <sighs> we stayed overnight, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, we're very good. So there you go. Yes, yeah, so, so we And then they try to Heimlich the dog, but the dog didn't eat the oh, finger. Oh, the dog ate the finger, they thought. They thought, but not. And then, yes. yeah. So, Heimlicking a dog. Because apparently you need the, Heim, the pointless Heimlicking of a dog. So they give him the finger back, but they that enables them to then get away. And they find another truck to steal. Which they drive this one because they're trying to get back to Dallas or trying to get to wherever to re- like report this and make yes. the truth come out or whatever. So they drive for quite a ways. It seems like forever. Uh, to discover, and, and during this time they're they're talking and sharing about their past a little bit, and she's telling Sophie about the romantic troubles, and so they've had all these differences, but now you see these these little parts where they're starting to bond a little bit, right? So uh, there is a man in the back of the truck. That they didn't realize was there, because he wakes up and then she like goes ah and hit the brakes and he hits his head. So they go down and pull down beside this bridge to I guess dump him or throw him in the river. I'm not sure what they had intended, but uh, there's this part where she's like, "We need to cut off his leg because because, because he has an he ankle has bracelet. An ankle bracelet. He's a convict. Yes, uh, but he wakes up and he's like, "Hey, what are you trying to do?" And they're like, "We're trying to cut off your leg." And he's like, "Wait, but but wait, but what are you re- what's really going on here?" And they're like. <sighs> okay, we'll tell you our whole story. Yes. And so they tell this stranger with an ankle bracelet on whose truck they stole their entire yes. story of how they've yes. been framed. Um, they end up befriending him. Uh, he becomes the love interest for Officer Cooper. That's Reese, Reese Witherspoon's character. And they, um, he is helping them cross 
they they are driving forever yeah. because it literally didn't take Cooper and the U.S. Marshal beginning of the movie very long to get to where they're going, and they're just trying to get to Dallas, aren't they? Yeah, I mean Texas oh, is big. But well, it's not that so big. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Here's what I did. Here's what I did wrong. Here's what I did wrong. I forgot my 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 geography here because they were in San Antonio. They drove south 90 miles. Now they're having to drive south of San Antonio 90 miles north to Dallas. That is a long way. <clears throat> yeah, it's a really long way. Yeah, so. Driving across the state of Texas. A long way, north, yeah. yeah. And so they, um, they're they driving at night. They run into a roadblock yep. and, a, and a check. And he's like, we better figure point. something out. So they hop in the back, and they find a, a dead deer. But isn't there a deer decoy? Okay. Yeah. Is it a decoy, or is it supposedly a, a deer? Anyway, they end up wearing the deer yeah. uh, like a costume. Right. They do and, the whole, I'll play the front, you play the back uh, in yes. this costume, and yes. make us... Uh, great it's like three stooges humor yes and so then they um end up okay here's another here's an issue and i granted we continued um issues with continuity and that sort of thing we should Mm -hmm. we've got to look the other way in a movie like this but here's what happens he drives on through the checkpoint he doesn't say what they're going to do or she doesn't say or then none of them say we're going to put this deer on meet us a mile up the road yeah good point he drives through the checkpoint. They're off in the brush, a ways in the brush. Moving very moving slowly because they're like in this like connected the deer. deer costume. And then next thing you know, they're all in the hotel room together. Good point. Yeah, where would they have met up? Because, I mean, they didn't even have time to discuss it because it was like, oh, crap, around this corner is a checkpoint. So, better do something. And so if on a checkpoint like that, if he would have stopped, you know, 10 feet in front of the checkpoint, they would be like, move on. Yeah, good what point. What are you doing? Move on. Good point. So he would have had to have moved on up. They didn't. They have phones. The phones rolled. No, forward. okay. Can I say something about the phones? Yeah. Okay. So rewinding earlier in the movie, when they first escape from the house and they're in the convertible, Reese Witherspoon is like, okay, uh, I need to call 911, but I don't want to use this phone while I'm driving. So I'm going to hand it to you. And she's like, oops, Butterfingers, I dropped the only ways we have to communicate. Absolutely. And I'm like, okay, first of all, have you ever seen a cop driving a car because he's like on his computer on his cell phone, on his radio, yes. and driving, and it's like, okay, yes. you're telling me that a cop can't use a yeah, cell phone and drive at the same that. time? Absolutely. And I'm pretty sure I don't even think that's illegal in Texas. No. And it would be fine. She's a policeman. Right. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. So, so anyway, so they um, meet up in the hotel room. Uh, the convict and Reese Witherspoon, well, before that, Sofia Vergara is sitting there. It's like also a casino hotel. Which nobody in they, the hotel recognizes them. Why did they go to a casino hotel? Where there are more cameras than any place on planet. They Earth. mentioned there was some like quick line in there when they're down by the river with that guy, and he's like, "Hey, you're a cop. You know this just like me. A convict would know that blah 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 has no jurisdiction in the Indian casino areas or blah blah blah." It's so there's some kind of relevant like, you know, hey, we're fugitives. This is where we should go. Plot point that I did not understand. Yeah, that's that, that was not that's right. movie for movie. Series. Right. So apparently they can walk into this casino, you know, being wanted fugitives on the news, and nobody notices them like checking in, and the deer blood that they would have had on them from being rolling. I I, I don't know. Odd. Yeah, like I said, continuity is all continuity messed is, up. Yeah, they yeah. don't care about that. So, but they go to the they go into this hotel room, and they uh, she you know walks in on the guy she in a towel, but she handcuffs Sophia oh, that's right. character yeah, yeah, yeah. first to the yeah, bed. That's right. She says, can I get a hug? And so uh, Reese Witherspoon hugs her. 
which is odd at the time, but later you find out why. Mm-hmm. And Reese Witherspoon goes in the other room, has a little romantic uh, talk and a smooch with the convict. Randy is his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, uh, they they apparently have a thing now. And she goes back in, and Sofia Vergara set, like basically holds her gun up because she stole yep. Reese Witherspoon's gun. And basically is like, we're getting out of here. What's it, what's it, when is she, it want, she wants to leave. She's like... She wants to be done with this whole thing and like go her own way, which we don't. Which you find out later more about that. But yeah, yeah she's basically like, "You're gonna ha- unhandcuff me, and I'm leaving." So then they, um, but she ends up not doing that. How do they? Because they, they get in that big. They, uh, Black <coughs> Betty starts playing, and they have this big chick fight. Oh my gosh! Black which Betty. was that was such a dumb scene. That was a, <laughs> that was a really really dumb scene. And then as they fight, so this goes unresolved because then. The two cops that are pursuing them, you know, knock knock, housekeeping, and they try to like, and so now they're on the oh run again. Oh my gosh! So they didn't even get to spend the night. They didn't even get to right. sleep over or get um, food or get food uh, at the great casino because that's what she asked. The that's why the the guy after she sees him in the towel or whatever, she's like, "Can you go get us some food?" So he he's gone during the fight, and then when they are being chased and they're down on the first floor of the casino, he basically beats the crap out of the cops. So let's uh, power through this real quick for radio. Um, they end up um, having a bus scene with some elderly people he gets oh on the bus. Gosh. This bus scene, this bus chase scene is re- oddly choreographed, um, pretty lame and dumb. Uh, they end up running off the the, the bad cops that are after them. Yep. And they, and she ends up, Sofia Vergara ends up going with the initial, uh, two of the initial people that were trying to kidnap her or kill her, we're not sure what, yeah. in the beginning of the movie. And basically, she's like, I'm going to go kill Vincente Cortez because he killed my brother. And, he, you know, he's yeah. basically horrible. So then they go to this party. Reese Witherspoon dress up, dresses up like a guy that looks like Justin Bieber uh, to break into the party. Then ends up dressing up like some sort of dancer-type scenario. Uh, stops Sofia Vergara from killing Vincente Cortez. But then Vincente Cortez pulls a gun on Sofia Vergara. And Reese Witherspoon kills Vincente Cortez, the drug dealer, or drug court, cartel. And then uh, is a hero and exposes all hero. the dirty cops. Yes, uh, Sofia Vergara goes to jail, gets out. I don't know a few months later, and then um, she has these diamonds in the soles of her shoes, which is why she wouldn't let them go. She wouldn't let the shoes go because she has all these diamonds in these shoes, and um, they uh, then uh, our friends at the end, Randy the ex-con is there as well, and everyone's happy. Yep, there it is. Well, radio folks, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we will continue this on the backside for podcast people. Uh, and uh, we just appreciate you, radio folks. Uh, let us know what you think about the show. Email me, jack at thehorribleviepodcast.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at One Horrible Movie, or just search us on Facebook. Remember, just because from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. Hot pursuit. Yep, terrible movie. Yeah, and so, uh, well, podcast people, uh, let's wrap, we're going to wrap this up pretty quick, but uh, we just want to say uh, that... Uh, they have this bus scene. What do you think about that bus scene? Okay, so going back. For, okay, so these two cops who like don't want to be discovered as corrupt, right? That's the whole reason they're trying to frame her. Are shooting at a bus full of people. Yes. Uh, from a moving vehicle. Yes. So yeah, they get run off the road, and if, and the, the, our two main characters are handcuffed to each other, both trying to drive and shoot out the window. Hilarity ensues. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So then they run those guys off the road, and it's like. Oh no! The brakes are out, and we're coming up on a construction zone. Oh my god! Whatever, and it's uh, it's like really, 
and that's the kind of stuff in this movie I'm just like, look, it's so it's just so slapstick and so predictable yeah. and so to the point where it's almost it's our it's just headphones. Okay. Um that I, I just can't I can't accept it. Uh well and like when they go to the party and she like dresses as a boy to go to the party. Okay, so she's in a disguise. Who exactly is she impostering to get into this like highly secure she has a costume, but that doesn't mean anything. I'm like, they, they still wouldn't have let you in. It's weird. Are you Justin Bieber? Yeah, exactly. Like, what? I don't understand. It's really dumb. It makes no sense. Well, and that's, this, this movie in general just does some wacko stuff. They um, She gets in the party, and like I said, this is where uh, Sofia Vergara's character is trying to um, find um, Vincente Cortez so she can kill him. Yeah, things get a little serious here. And, also, and the other serious thing is Captain Emmett, her police captain from the beginning of the movie, who we think is a good guy and who knew her dad and talked so highly of her dad, he turns out to be at this party too. Makes no sense. He pulls a gun on Reese Witherspoon and says, "You need to go outside." You should have just take you know taken the fact that we took you out of evidence. You know your name was cleared. You shouldn't have you know continued on yes. with this. And this is the part. So they she refuses to go outside with him because he's probably going to kill her or do something. You know, so they kind of struggle a little bit. Whatever they go into the kitchen. And he's like, well, since we're here, I might as well explain the entire plot yes. and, like, all the backstory of what happened. So he monologues, and one of the things that he mentions that I think you missed was he, you know, he's like, it's just like your dad. He wanted to be a true blue Boy Scout and wouldn't go along with, you know, the da-da-da-da, basically implying that, you know, his dad discovered corruptness in the police department and tried to expose it and got killed for it. Wow. That's real. And then, real. And then she throws alcohol on him and tases him, and he catches she on Cooper's fire. Cooper's him. You just got Cooper. <laughs> That's what she says, yeah. And so um, that basically at this point then, here we go. They have uh, – now they have uh, they have gotten – the Cortez guy gets shot um, by Reese Witherspoon. Uh, so Via Vergara is actually upset at Reese Witherspoon initially. Because she didn't get to shoot him. She wanted to. Yes. But then Reese Witherspoon gets shot herself, which she'd never been shot before. Yep. And then um, she goes to prison for obstructing justice. And then there's this scene at the end where, you know, haha, we're all friends now. She's getting released from jail. And, of course, has a is wearing a orange jumpsuit that is completely unrealistic that accentuates all of her best physical qualities. Yes. You know, they let her unbutton it all. And it's like, okay, come on now. And Reese Witherspoon is now relaxed and breaks the rules a little bit to get her expensive shoes out of the evidence room and yeah. lets her boyfriend hang out in the back of the police car and all. It's like okay, yeah. my, my, my it was dad. dumb. Yeah. I I can't I I, I, I just I don't see I understand why what you found funny about well this. it is a comedy of pointlessness. We, I would I had just woken up maybe that was it. Man, and I it, wouldn't watch it again. And I was super tired when I watched. I'm this not watching it again. No, or anything. So no, and I there and there's no one that I can think of in in my life that I would say. You know what? I'm a, like I have the DVD now. I have the DVD. Mm-hmm. I have nobody to give that to. I don't want it. You understand what I mean? Like I have like all right. I'm gonna I, instead well, of throwing this can, away. Let me let me give it to somebody. Well, it, Who do next, I give it to? The next con, maybe the next con I uh, go to. Maybe you can come to a comic con and you can give it away to somebody. We can we can all autograph some of these like leftover DVDs like of stuff. people that we've people watched like stuff I've stuff. watched. Like I think I still have Gamer and a couple other like these old DVDs yeah, that I've watched to sign them and give them away. Let's do it. 
Okay. I'm, I'm game. You are. Um, well, very good. Any? Uh, what's some goods and bads here? What are the goods and bads? Um, it's just the so the bads. You got two really good actresses, I think, that yeah. are just in a really stupid bad movie, and especially it's like Reese Witherspoon was nominated for an Oscar the same year this came out, you know, and it's like really, and then nice. you do this. Um, the goods was you know the same thing I attribute to Reese Witherspoon is I didn't feel like like there were a little bit of gags that played to their womanhood or whatever but they didn't try to over sexualize the characters this was you know PG-13 but barely really you know yeah and so it was like it it, it is a uh, this is good clean fun and you could you could watch this movie with this your. Is good, I mean, it re- really, like this is a movie that you could probably watch with your parents, maybe even your grandparents, and not have to worry about you know having that little embarrassing you know oh, side no. look where you're like, oh, dude, I, my my grandma probably knows what that means, but I'm not going to ask her. Oh, no, she does. I'm not ask her. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think none of that stuff was really you know in there, and so it's like you know what, it's fine. It's it's good, clean, stap, slapstick, fun, but it's it's not for me. No, I understand that. You don't have to justify this. Um, rated one horrible to five horribles. Three. Three. Not the worst thing you've ever seen, but not very good. Correct. Um, do you want to know who my favorite actress is? Yeah, yeah, let's come back to that. Come back <clears throat> to it. Um, I'm going to say uh, there's a trilogy of movies that I love so much. So very, very much. What trilogy is it? A trilogy. Trilogy of movies that I love so very, very much. Hmm. That that has three. Three. Three movies, a trilogy that you love. Okay, what decade? Oh, the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, what's it called? Um, Jackie Chan and that black dude. Oh my gosh, no. Rush Hour. The Matrix. I was thinking The Matrix, but I was like, surely not. He's not. Yeah, I didn't realize I you were that into The Matrix. I love The Matrix too, man. I love The Matrix. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss. Okay. Who's that, Trinity? Yes, Trinity. And she is phenomenal. She's also in Jessica Jones. Yeah. Uh, she plays Jerry Horgarth, Hogarth, who is uh, this evil lawyer person in there. Did you uh, like Matrix Revolutions? I liked all three of them. I liked all three of them. Man, the... I have no issue with any with any of them. The, it, it got long in the tooth a little bit. Sure. But, I, I mean, people wanted to see it. Like, if you... I, I was... In 1999, I was, what, 20? So, I'm right in the wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen anything like, like this type it. of movie. Like it, that's right. I want more of this. Yes. I watched the Animatrix. Like Me the too. Animal, yes, I've watched all those. I said Animal. No, the it's animated, The Animatrix, or the a- animated aspect of it... <clears throat> And and I loved it. Anyway, Carrie Ann Moss, so good. Uh, uh, honorable mention, Rachel Weiss. Uh, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, uh, Christina Hendricks from Mad Men. She's the redheaded lady. It's like the. Uh, anyway, I won't go into that. No, that's. I mean, that's that's cool. That's I don't know if you Google that. Sometime, and I, I don't know if you want to necessarily do it right now in this form. But man, I'd love to talk the Matrix with you. I love the Matrix. The lore behind all Dude, that. I love it. It's so deep. It's so deep. Yeah. And like when you know, I've watched some like deep dives. You know, yeah. cutting the films apart and stuff. Yeah. There's so oh, much yeah. in have, there. People have spent a lot of time. Um, wow. Diving into that. Yes, and so, it's so, so good. So I'm just. Saying, I'm going to give that one as. Okay. I'm going to say, because I've enjoyed those movies so much. They didn't really let her character just, like, turn it loose, but she's been in a lot of other good stuff, too, so. Okay. 
You know, I enjoy as an actress is Kathy Bates. Who's she? Uh, she was in uh, what's the what's the name of the movie where she's uh, Misery. She's the crazy lady in Misery, who uh, uh, takes the author and locks him up. She's also in um, a bunch of the American Horror Story stuff. Uh, she is in uh, The Office. The last like, what? Why can't I think of her name? She's the boss. She's the person that owns Saber that buys Joe Bennett. Who buys the, who buys uh, Dunder Mifflin? Oh yeah. Anyway, I like her as an actress as well. Okay. So anyway, there you go. So there oh, it man. is. Well, there it is. So all right. all right. Well, Jake, thanks for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for good stuff, bro, having bro. me again, dude. Great. Always welcome. Come back anytime. Uh, and uh, you rock. Cool dude. Cool beans. Love it. Cool beans. Can you say cool beans? Nope. Cool beans. All right. See you in a bit. Bye. Bye. Greetings. Uh, Thanks for listening to this episode. I wanted to tell you, don't forget to sign up for our June Amazon gift card giveaway. That's right. Uh, You still have time to do that. And here's how you sign up for our June Amazon $50 gift card uh, giveaway. You will do the following. Go to Apple Podcasts, go to the Horrible Movie Podcast on Apple Podcasts, and first of all, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Secondly, hit the uh, five-star review. And then thirdly, write a review and just tell tell us folks how much you love our show. Then I want you to take a screenshot or a picture, either one, what's what's easiest for you, of that review... And then email it to jack at the horrible movie And when I receive that email, that will put you in the hopper for our June Amazon gift card drawing. Uh, Christine DeYoung was our uh, was our May winner. Uh, she received that card and she was so excited. I got an email back. It was great. So you too can be a winner of an Amazon gift card from the Horrible Movie Podcast. Just a thanks for listening. And uh, anyway, make it happen. Thanks so much. We'll see you soon. Bye bye. The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horrible Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the horriblemoviepodcast.com.